Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. My topic today is the future of digital onboarding, and to speak about it with me is Hussein Kasai. He's CEO and co-founder of Onfido. Hussein, thank you so much for joining me today. It's great to be here. Let's talk about digital onboarding. From your perspective, what's wrong with how many organizations are conducting this today? So most businesses are onboarding in two main ways. The first is to do so digitally, and that means often using a credit bureau. And the problem with using a credit bureau is that it's not necessarily safe. Given the breaches, given that a lot of the consumer data is now available on the dark web for an identity fraudster to easily purchase, then the safety goes away. The alternative is to ask to see individuals in person, in a bank branch, for example, or to ask them to use knowledge-based questions such as, What's the third digit of your latest utility bill, for instance? But neither of those are smooth. So you're stuck in and having to compromise between not having security or not having a frictionless experience, which is the main issue with the current way that businesses are onboarding users. Hussein, what types of fraud are organizations most at risk of seeing as a result of their poor practices? So most of the fraud that is happening, if you consider in a remote or digital onboarding setting, in large parts, you could think of it's so easy for someone to now steal someone else's date of birth, name, address, or social security number and be able to cheat and pretend to be someone else. So we are seeing a growing trend of businesses moving away from tr traditional methods and looking at using government IDs and, and facial biometrics as a more secure way. But even if you're using a government ID and facial biometrics to onboard someone, you can imagine that that can also be cheated. So you can think through, I suppose, if you take a moment and close your eyes and consider for a moment that you want to cheat a system, what you would do typically to start with the very basics is you'd perhaps as a bad actor, you'd steal someone else's ID and try to show that or try to basically submit it. So that in itself wouldn't be too secure because if it's a genuine ID that you've stolen, it would cheat the system. So that's why a facial check becomes important. So a facial check is designed to ensure that the person presenting their ID is the owner of that identity. So if you show your face, and then we can say that the face that has been presented is different to the photo on the ID, and therefore they're not uh, essentially the same person, and that's, that's the way to stop that. So once the fraudster gets a little bit more sophisticated, they will take a photo uh, of their face and add that to the documents. So that helps with some systems, but there are anti-spoofing and anti-digital tampering and copy-paste and things of that nature that can stop that. Equally, if you steal your flatmates or, or someone else's ID and take a photo of their LinkedIn profile photo, for instance, again, that is blocked. And fraudsters then, if they become a little bit more sophisticated and they put on a 3D mask or take a video of the genuine user, or do things of that nature, that again is a little bit more sophisticated. So that's where a liveness test comes in. And a liveness test, before a selfie is taken, the user is asked to go through a challenger response task, such as reading three randomly generated numbers or completing a task such as moving their head and so on. So that is designed to stop that kind of fraud and so on and so forth. So every method that a fraudster thinks through on how to cheat the system, uh, we have thought through and we've developed defense mechanisms against that so that ultimately it becomes harder and harder for fraudsters to cheat the system. 
And machine learning is a core part of that. So that with every idea that we see, with the more businesses that we sign up, it helps train our models so that every other client benefits from our learnings, essentially. Hussein, we spoke about what organizations are doing wrong. What are some of today's digital onboarding best practices? So with most of the activity that we're involved in, it's fintechs and, and banks, as well as online communities where trust is, is important. So across the board, with these highly scalable and highly scaling companies, one of the things that's common is it always starts with the user journey. Like what does a consumer prefer? What comes natural to them? What is, is the norm? So good practice always is detailed customer journey, experimentation, testing, and things of that nature. Second is a consideration of the right, getting the right balance between security and yet it being a smooth customer experience. So for us, it's our approach naturally is you show your government ID and a selfie or a short video of your face, depending if a liveness test is used or not. So that includes instructions to the user to explain how it works. Sometimes they may be at work or they may be behind a computer where they don't have a device with a camera. So that is where the cross device flow feature comes in where you would just enter your cell number, a message will be sent to your smartphone, for instance, so you can take a photo of your ID and your selfie at a later point. And there's things around that that are basically geared around working around what the user or consumer finds normal and making it as frictionless as possible, but not compromising on security. We hear an awful lot about friction today. My question for you is when is friction good and how can we make the friction a little friendlier? Friction is typically something that takes some time or requires effort. And there is an obvious focus around minimizing that time and that friction. But there is, again, a balance to be had because if you eliminate friction altogether or you minimize it too much, it can become excessive. So for example, at most ATMs, when you ask to uh, or you submit cash for, for its count, ATMs can do that within a two or three seconds. But the reason why they take five, six, and sometimes longer seconds is because they want you to know that they're actually, they want you to feel that they've counted it properly. So again, they could have done it, they couldn't count the money much quicker, but they purposely take a few extra seconds so the user feels that it's secure and it's counted it accurately. So there is a balance to be had. And when you consider what is normal, ideally that the whole process shouldn't take an user more than 20 or 30 seconds to complete. So that's what we've focused on and that's what we're gonna to continue to focus on so that essentially it becomes as easy for users to access services because that's fundamentally our company mission is to create this open world where identity is the key to access. Hussein, we started this conversation with the topic of the future of digital onboarding. How do you envision that future? Our purpose and what we're doing is to basically standardize the way identity verification and onboarding happens for, for businesses, specifically online. So there are things to be achieved, and a key one is for it to be secure first and foremost, not just in a compliance sense, because that is a, a given, but that fraudsters and bad actors aren't cheating the system, in large part because so many are cheating so many different systems. Roughly 2% to 5% of the world GDP, according to the UN, is laundered money, which is used for human trafficking, drug trafficking, terrorist financing, and so on. And all of these bad actors are cheating systems every single day. So the first is the future of digital onboarding has to be secure and has to be effective. The second is that it should be smooth and frictionless and easy for the users so that they're not blocked 
uh, nor are they prevented from accessing all the amazing, wonderful, increasing digital services that are now offered. So secure and smooth are two of the main ones. There are others, but another part of the future of digital onboarding is likely to be around a portable digital identity, where once a consumer has been verified once, they may sign up to a blockchain or non-blockchain partner where essentially they'd be able to reuse their digital identity. So it's moving from a world where it's currently predicated still in large part on a centralized credit bureau database model, much more to a decentralized consumer driven where the consumer owns and controls their legal identity and are able to port or transfer that to the relying parties or businesses that they so choose to. Hussein, talk to me a bit more about Onfido. What are you doing to help customers achieve that vision you've outlined for us? A large part of it just boils down to collaborating. So we, the reason why fintechs and, and digital banks and a lot of these fast scaling companies partner with us is because from the outset, we have always seen them as partners. So whether it's our design team or fraud team or policy team or, or all the other teams, we, from the outset, even before we go live or sometimes before we, we even have a contract, we work closely with them to design and help them design their user flows and things of that nature. So that ultimately we are learning all the time ourselves and we have feedback loops with clients and that helps a tremendous amount. So once we help businesses and un intimately understand their user needs and build and develop for their user needs, that helps us offer those gains to all our clients. So this vision of the future, right, identity is the key to access, a fundamental way of, of achieving that is to get really close to the consumer. And we do that with our business partners because ultimately we're a B2B company, but we're B2B to C. So it's getting close to our business clients who are then very close to their consumers. Well, very well said. Hussein, thank you for taking time to share insight with me today. A pleasure. Thank you. Again, we've been discussing the future of digital onboarding. I've just spoken with Hussein Kasai, CEO and co-founder of Onfido. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.